0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another amazing holiday edition of Q-Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies, and we are back to bring you a few recommendations to watch on streaming over the weekend. So we're going to jump into it like we always do, and I'll pass this over to Zach.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Renee. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, uh, Renee, I actually <laughs> want to use this opportunity to uh, address an issue. Uh, that I think has been a problem for a while, but I think a lot of people don't want to talk about it, but I do. I like to talk about the tough issues <laughs> so uh, so i'm gonna that's what I'm about to do here. I'm of course talking about the huge problem with Hollywood hunks taking roles of weirdos and dorks. okay. Mm. We see what you're doing. First of all, you're taking roles away from the rest of us. Uh, second of all, no one believes you okay we we know you're a Hollywood hunk. I don't care if you put on glasses or you you use a a weird affectation in your speech or whatever. And there's one Hollywood hunk I want to call out specifically because he's done this a couple times. And, in fact, uh, I am am getting to my point because he does this in my first recommendation tonight. I am, of course, talking about Hollywood hunk Jamie Foxx. Okay, And (laughs) Jimmy Fox, you know, sex symbol uh, I think he's a, I believe he's a recording artist too, right? So Mm -hmm. he's multi-talented Obviously he's got a a lot going for him But he insists apparently on just taking on these roles of like kind of dorks and losers And I don't know, I've got a problem with it So uh, he's actually done this in a few movies And I just realized uh, he's he's done this in two movies that I can think of specifically uh, Where he plays a character named Max I'm of course talking about The Amazing Spider-Man 2 Where he plays Electro uh, the character's name is Max, uh, but no, I'm not recommending the Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2. I'm I'm recommending the other movie where he plays a slightly less uh, weird character, but still kind of a loser nonetheless. I'm of course talking about 2004's Collateral, where he plays another character named Max, who's uh, driving his taxi, um, but not not as a full time job. He's just doing it, you know, until he gets some some stuff off the ground, um, which i i love <laughs> i really love his character uh it strikes so true like one of the like uh just his line in this movie uh which i'm not giving you anything away here but he keeps telling people that and then at one point a character asks him well yeah so how long have you been driving he's like oh, about 12 years um and i i don't know i i uh that resonates with me a lot <laughs> but um anyways so the film is collateral if you're not familiar with uh with the the the, the plot here uh, you got jamie fox uh Hollywood hunk Jamie Foxx but you also have Hollywood hunk Tom Cruise uh and, and one of his few villain roles that's right I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep saying uh Hollywood hunk you also have Hollywood hunk Mark Ruffalo in this movie <laughs> um and uh but yeah Tom Cruise in one of his rare uh villain roles because uh he's basically going around town killing people and he, he recruits Jamie Foxx's character uh to kind of kind of assist him and uh basically be his driver for the night uh, this is back in the day when you could actually get excited about Michael Mann films this was his like his uh, transition from super 80 stuff to super 90 stuff to super 2000 stuff uh, before he kind of started making really bad 2000s late 2000s stuff um, so it's kind of interesting because he's he's definitely one of those filmmakers who really latched on the whole uh, digital revolution I think pretty early. And uh, he does some interesting stuff with it in this movie. Um, so, yeah, uh, check it out. It's collateral. It's got uh, multiple Hollywood hunks. It also has non-Hollywood hunk Javier Bardem in it, uh, who I barely <laughs> recognize uh, in this movie. But I love him so much. Um, it also has uh, Hollywood hunk uh, Peter Berg. Does he count as a Hollywood hunk, do you think, Peter Berg? He doesn't hmm. do a lot of acting and i don't think he's really known for his hunkiness but i don't know he's still yeah. got some he's still got some hunk quality to him so <laughs> i'm sorry uh, yeah, i'll give it to him <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pass it over to you now renee because uh speaking of hollywood hunks um, <laughs> uh renee what's what's your what's your first pick oh i should say sorry uh collateral is streaming on paramount oh, plus yes. uh or as i like to call it hollywood hunk plus um Renee what's what's your first pick for this this New Year's weekend?
0: Oh my god, I have to tell you though, when you said Jamie Fox, the first thing that popped in my head was Jamie Kennedy. So, <laughs> I was just like, oh god, yes, yeah. Hollywood.
1: <laughs> Jamie people people don't realize in real life Jamie Kennedy is actually like a stone cold fox. He just plays <laughs> <laughs> an absolute weirdo in all of his
0: movies. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's oh it.
1: god. Oh man.
0: So recommendation because we are coming up to New Year's my first recommendation is a New Year's inspired pick and it is 1980s New Year's Evil a uh, radio host is tormented by this man this crazy madman who is going around killing these women basically at the stroke of midnight um, and it's it's very punk there's a lot of music it's very goofy and like unintentionally funny but <laughs> But it's a new, there's not a lot of selection of New Year's movies that are, like, horror-based. And uh, I didn't really want to recommend uh, any Lifetime movies to you guys. I would not do you like that. Um, and it also has Grant Kramer in it. And Grant Kramer was a staple of my USA up all night uh, watching childhood. So, yeah, my uh, <laughs> my first recommendation is New Year's Evil. And you can watch that on Amazon or even on YouTube. So, Yeah. There you go, and I'll, uh, I'll pass this back to you, Zach.
1: No, uh, thanks, for day You know, it just occurred to me, "Stroke of Midnight" would be a great title for a porn <laughs> film. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm we're way off the rails today. We don't we don't have we don't have. Usually, we have Paul and Bill here to kind of like keep us focused, but uh, they're both <laughs> off today, so. Yeah, sorry guys, we're we're off the rails before we even start. Uh, okay, so <laughs> my second recommendation, uh, this is one of those weird movies, occasionally I make recommendations that have kind of like asterisks, and this is definitely one of those asterisks, um, because I I don't think this is a great movie. Uh, I, I don't even know if it's a good movie, it definitely has some good moments to it. Um, but I, I'm recommending it because it is a film that you absolutely have to give props to the uh, the filmmakers for uh, releasing this film, and uh, I'll will t- tell you why. The name of the film is five twenty five seventy seven, which uh, if you're if you're a film fan or a nerd of any type, you probably know it was the uh, the release date of Star Wars. So you can probably kind of guess what this movie's about. It is a coming of age uh, drama about a young man who dreams of making films, and he. Uh, actually gets a sneak peek at Star Wars before it comes out and then it becomes his uh, kind of driving uh mission in life to see it in the theater um, so the reason though this film I think is notable and the, the reason I think it's worth watching uh if if you like films if you like I don't know like weird it's almost like uh, one of those one of those uh, movies that is that is bound to be a piece of trivia at some point. Um so the reason I'm recommending this this just came out uh I believe it came out last month uh and it's currently streaming uh if you want to if you want to see it in streaming which is probably where you're listening to the show uh, it's on Showtime and uh also apparently Fubo and DirecTV. Uh so those that's where you can find it but uh the thing about this movie that <laughs> kind of makes it so interesting <laughs> is uh this film uh which was just released uh started shooting in uh 2004. And this is a movie oh, that has taken so long to come out. Um, yeah, apparently it was shot in 2004. It was shot for a couple of years. And then, uh, so, mm-hmm. like, this movie is old enough to vote. It just came out. It's already, <laughs> it's already old enough to vote. And uh, it's also old enough to buy a copy of Stroke of Midnight on <laughs> DVD. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the thing I love about this movie, though, it's if you watch this movie, you can tell that they basically spent 18 years making it. It's really kind of weird. <laughs> Because they like there are definitely some insert shots that they took like a CGI version of one of the actors like fifteen years after they shot the scene and had to like do an insert or they, I don't know it's kind of weird it's it's again it's not great, but it's it's just kind of fascinating to watch it and uh, just know like how long it took them to make this, and also like I said, kudos to the filmmakers. Uh, obviously, like it takes a lot of dedication to make any movie, and the fact that they spent uh, so long <laughs> trying to get this one out is, uh, you know, kind of uh, kind of phenomenal. Um, actually, hold on, let me actually. I'm trying to remember. What did when did did Spider-Man two? Did that come out in 2003? Am I am I, uh, mm. I I'm. I'm trying to remember now because I have. Let me look it up here. Oh no. Okay. So it did come out in 2004. Okay. So this is this is relevant because this is a an interesting piece of trivia. <laughs> so, so so this movie started shooting the year that Spider-Man Two came out.
0: Oh my god. And it god. was re-
1: <laughs> it was released. On, it was released. There would be. Um, let's see, three, four, five, there would be six Spider-Man <laughs> movies released over the course <laughs> of of this film being produced. And the reason I mentioned Spider-Man specifically is the star of the movie, who is actually, I've, I've been wanting to see this movie since it was announced back in 2004 because uh, it stars John Francis Daly, who uh, some of you may know from uh, Freaks and Geeks as uh, the, main, the main character or one of the main characters. Um, but it's been He's I think I mean he still acts But he's like He's gotten out of acting And it took so long For this movie to come out That he would Actually went on To co-write One of the Spider-Man movies That came out 13 Stop years it. After this movie <laughs> So that, that just gives you An idea of Like uh, how long <laughs> Like his, He basically had like half a career In the time it took oh. for this movie To actually uh, come out So anyways, I just think that's kind of funny um, That's but, fantastic uh, I mean, He's also uh, co-writer of the, uh, the new d d movie Coming out uh, next year So check that oh. out if you're a John Francis Daly fan like I am uh, But in the meantime, check out Once again, <laughs> you've probably already forgotten After this tirade The name of the film is, these are all numbers It's 5-25-77 uh, it's on Showtime, Fubo, and DirecTV, and again, it's just kind of a, a an interesting. Uh, and don't get me wrong, there are some. Like I said, there are some great moments. It's a, it's, it's, it is kind of a fun little indie film. Um, I think it's, uh, it's like over two hours. I think honestly, it's kind of weird that they spent eighteen years making this, and then they probably could have still cut out like twenty minutes. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I, they could have tightened it up a little more in the uh, the editing room, but whatever. Um, <laughs> check it out. It's it's worth watching, and it's kind of a weird experience. Uh, just knowing what went into making it. So, uh, speaking of weird experiences, Renee, uh, what do you got for your your second pick this uh, this the the the, uh, the or your final pick this year? Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, you're right. You know what? I couldn't think of a better movie to make my final recommendation of the year. I just watched this movie over the weekend, and I have to tell you, I'm. It's one of those situations where I'm happy because I could get it in before Paul because I know he would recommend it too. It is called Glass Onion. A Knives Out Mystery. What a fucking great movie. Holy shit, this movie is good. So, um, uh, long story short, there's a tech billionaire. He invites a bunch of his friends over for a murder mystery party. And you know every time you have a murder mystery party, somebody ends up dying? Does that happen to mm-hmm. you when you have a murder
1: mystery party? Uh, pretty much every weekend. I had to start, <gasps> stop having them because the police got suspicious. Yeah. And I was running out. I was running out of friends, so. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! So yeah, um, I that's really you know I mean if you guys know the Knives Out series, you know it's a, it's a mur- good old murder mystery. This movie is so freaking great though. It's on Netflix, and uh, I really recommend it. So yeah, that is that is my last recommendation of the year.
1: Uh, <laughs> Renee, can I can I actually before we go out before you sing us out on the, the <laughs> Glass Onion theme song? I totally forgot. Mm. I totally forgot. Going back to my first recommendation, there was there was a note that I had, and I was so busy being angry at Jamie Foxx for being so mm. such a Hollywood hunk, I totally forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we talk about IMDb trivia a lot mm-hmm. on this uh, on this podcast. Um, how 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 hundred uh, percent reliable it is? Absolutely, right? yes. Um, that's come up before. <clears throat> so I want to I want to read. I want to read a uh, a piece of trivia from the IMDb because I watched this movie and I you know I usually after I watch a, a movie that I haven't seen in a while ago and just you know right, let's let's look up some trivia, um, not so much anymore because it's all bullshit, but um, I did this time <laughs> and uh, here's uh, here's a piece of trivia I wanted to read. Um, <clears throat> all right, so uh, and and this is uh, again Max is uh, the Jamie Foxx character and uh, Vincent was is the name of the Tom Cruise character. Uh, so here's the uh, here's the trivia from IMDb.com. <clears throat> Although Max refers to him as, himself as collateral in the scene where he briefly stands up to Vincent after the hitman kills the jazz club owner. Oh, uh, spoiler, sorry. Um, That's not, that's not where the movie got its title. The original script had Vincent's professional name... As Vincent Collateral, and there is a deleted scene that confirms this. The title was considered for a change after the unsuccessful release of the Arnold Schwarzenegger action film Collateral Damage, but everyone agreed that they shouldn't avoid a title everyone liked just because it echoed a movie that no one cared about. Um, I only, I only, <laughs> I only wanted to highlight this because uh, obviously this, this this piece of trivia is 100 percent made up. <laughs> there there is no there is no deleted scene or original script. <laughs> for the- character says his name is Vincent Collateral. But kudos, kudos to whoever put this up here because it made me, I've been laughing about this for the last, like, I watched the movie like last night and I've been laughing about it all day. Uh, so there you go. Um, uh, yeah, watch this.
0: It sounds like a Sims
1: character. It, it does. It's just, I just love the, the, the idea that like, I don't know. Yeah, just the <laughs> idea that like they, uh, they, they, would actually have the name of the character be like something random like that, just so they could call the movie uh, "Collateral." But, anyways, <laughs> it's, like, what, it's like, what was what was uh, what was Tom Cruise's name in, in, in Top Gun? I, I don't even remember. Um,
0: oh God! Oh man, I'm
1: trying to remember now. I
0: don't even know yeah, either. Hold on, I gotta
1: look it up now. Um, uh, 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 oh yeah, of course. It's, well, it's Maverick, but uh, his name is Pete Mitchell. But uh, what if his name was Pete Maverick? Mitchell <laughs> Top Gun. <laughs> He's like, I'm Pete. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Pete Top Gun. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I love it. I want. I want his. I want. I want Tom Cruise now. I I want Tom Cruise now to be like every movie <laughs> which stars him. Uh, I, I want be named after uh, after his character. That's all I want. Yes. Um, and now I'm, just, now I'm just going back and, and looking up uh, Tom Cruise movies and thinking about which one would be uh, the funniest. But uh, anyways.
0: <clears throat> so yeah, Like Lawrence Impossible. <laughs>
1: Lawrence Impossible. Oh oh man. Oh, or that classic film where he oh, plays uh, the character Jack Legend <laughs> in uh, Ridley Scott's 1985 Legend. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> uh, I think I'm sorry. I think that's enough of that, folks. Uh, I, I I'm sorry. I know that uh, I know that I have no self control, and uh, Renee's too nice to stop me. So uh, we should we should probably put this one to bed before. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. See, you got anything to sing us? Oh, I do
1: actually. um This is the. Ooh. So I do have. Now, this is actually a deleted song because they couldn't use it because they deleted the scene. But this is the original song. uh The original theme song to 2004 is Collateral. Bum, 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 bum. My name <laughs> is Vincent. Bum, 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 bum. Collateral. Bum, 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 bum. I like to go out bum, 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 bum. and create collateral. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I don't know. Uh- <laughs> I got nothing. Let's uh, yeah. let's just cut that out and let's just get to the recap.
0: <laughs> For the weekend of December 30th, Zachary recommended Collateral, available on Paramount Plus, and 52577, available on Showtime, FUBO, and DirecTV. I recommended New Year's Evil, available on Prime Video, Paramount Plus, and YouTube. And Glass Onion, a knives out mystery, available on Netflix. Great! I swear, one day I'm gonna figure out how to use auto tune.
1: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I love it.
0: What was the movie? (laughs) The IMDb trivia that was like there was a squirrel.
1: Oh, uh, that was that was. (laughs) I actually remember this because it was so fucking stupid. It was not. It was not a. It was not a piece of trivia. It was a goof. Um, and I, I (laughs) believe the film was Resident Evil Apocalypse. And that was listed oh uh, in the in the uh, in the goof section, because there is a scene where there's like a car drives up to a to a building. and They're like, there's a squirrel in the shot. Like somehow, <laughs> somehow, somehow the director was supposed to say, cut, get that fucking squirrel out of here. What the fuck? <laughs> there's not a squirrel in the script. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Anyways, it's so good. Yeah, it's great. So good. Okay.